Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount Plus. I'm in a period of emotional upheaval. Is that all the oh, I don't care crap? A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm gonna steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. A storm is a brewing as the Flash crew deals with their daddy issues. We find the origin story of Cicada and we have our baddie breakdown and a lot of news and gossip. So stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Father's Song. Hey. I feel like I should like start doing ASMR whenever I stand in front of this microphone with this music going on in the background. What do you want to do? ASMR. You like know? she wants to crunch on something? Yeah. Not yet. Oh. Wow, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta you gotta Google it. What is up guys? We are back for another episode of The Flash. Uh, we are talking about we finally found out Cicada's backstory, which is crazy, and we're going to get into that. We deal with a lot of daddy issues this episode, and um, it looks like the Flash crew might be anti-Thanksgiving, which, I don't know. I'm not sure if I'm mad at that. Plus, we have our colonizers. Plus, we have our body breakdown, and we have some news and gossip about the crossover. I'm your girl, Drew Jones. I cannot do this without my team. So, what's up, guys? Hey, y'all. It's Chauncey K. Robinson here. Hey, Jamie Alexander. What's going on, guys? It's Zach Silverman. What were your all's thoughts of this episode? Um, Like you said, it was a lot of uh, daddy issues. They've been doing that a lot with the episodes, kind of like connecting everyone's plot line with a, a, a central theme. So mm-hmm. I dug it. A lot of daddy issues this episode. Yeah, I really like the way that we got to see the depth of emotion that everyone had. Uh, we see a lot of how things are put together, and it's always moving so quickly. There's a lot of action, but... To really understand and see the emotion behind a lot of it, from Cicada to Nora to, you know, everyone, I thought it was really emotional and I enjoyed it. On point. <laughs> yeah. I like it. No, it was a good um, episode. I enjoyed it a lot. Very much piggybacking uh, off of what both of them said. I like it. I agree. I think it was a really great episode. Um, it was not short of the comedy as we got to have the whole anti-Thanksgiving storyline. Sure, Luke. Uh, when are they going to get that right? I don't know. I love that how you're on the ongoing them. gag. It yeah. seems like it's only like, well, is it Kate? I think that's the gag between him and Caitlyn because Caitlyn seems to be the one who always says his name and he automatically. I thought Ralph does it sometimes does and Ralph then so do does um, 
Cisco. Yeah, know? where was Ralph? I was like, wait a minute, Ralph? Where Ralph? was Ralph? Um, but yeah, he's not he's not about the, the holiday spirit. He has <laughs> says he has nothing to be thankful for. He doesn't have a family. Um, so Cisco and Caitlin try to get him in the mood, but negativity can be contagious because Lo and behold, they are now a bunch of Debbie Downers. Yeah, Misery loved company in that regard. I mean, it wasn't like he was wrong, necessarily. It was kind of like, yeah, bad stuff happened to all of us. What are you thankful for, exactly? But, yeah, it's one of those things where I think with, uh, especially what we found out with Killer Frost and Caitlyn last episode, it kind of played into um, the idea of her still being, you know, Perky, which was nice, and then of course Sherlock, <laughs> not feeling that. I did like his painting though. Mm-hmm. Paint is therapy. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. I enjoyed it. Like you said, it's not like it wasn't entirely true. They were like, "This year has been crap for all of us with the thankless toast and everything." So I thought it was funny, but then I also thought it was a good way to just kind of refresh and recap from you know previous episodes with what was going on with Cisco and what's been going on with Caitlyn. So it was a cute little reminder in a fun They do way. that in a good way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's nice. I mean, it's not like every season is without loss or something bad happening to all the characters, but it's obviously they have to, you know, play on the words and go with it in this episode. It's kind of funny though how they both were trying to explain Thanksgiving and I was wondering whether they were really going to go which way they were going to go with it. Because nowadays everyone is just not about Thanksgiving. I mean, at, it's like the kind of, a, of it. Ter- it's kind of a terrible holiday. I mean, coming off of Thanksgiving, obviously it's great for spending time with family. Right. You know, his home is good. But yeah. It's a nice government holiday. It's government like, holiday, yeah. <laughs> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Nice way to eat. It's like Columbus Day. Like I like that. And like Cisco got woke with it. You know, <laughs> came in, he, about, he came like, in hard. You know, what about And I, I dug that. I thought it was really good because they do tend, that's one of the good things about this show is that they do have popular cultural references and they do, you know, in a way without being bludgeoning people over the head, kind of tap into the climate of what people talk about, you know, outside yeah. of the comic world. Yeah, they're being a little bit woke because we can't just keep talking about Thanksgiving as if we're not all very clear about what happened there. Yeah, exactly. So I'm not mad at including, you know, the colonizing. I like it because I know in the comics, the comics try and mirror what life is and they try mm-hmm. and stay up to date. I remember, was it the 80s? I think it was when they had first gay marriage in the comic books, just when that whole, you know, AIDS scare was coming around. So they try and, I know the comics try and mirror what life is and try and keep people informed as best as possible. So it's cool. They're kind of honoring what the comics do in yeah. this in this, in this sense. A so. couple things. Yes. Really like that Caitlin and Killer Frost are having this fun little convos in their head and that's cute or whatever. Also, thank you so much to the hair and makeup team at The Flash for giving Killer Frost this new weave because, <laughs> yes. like, we've slowly but surely, yeah. we have gotten there and I heavily approve of this these bundles. Yeah. I'm here for it. It's, time. It's finally not like a really white, white, white kind of look. It's, it's like this new gray pale yeah. white, yeah. which is that's very so natural. I, mm-hmm. 
Which probably shows the fact that they're more melded together. Yeah. Like, she looks... She's not... Like, when she changed to Killer Frost, she wasn't completely, like, totally different looking. There was still kind of remnant... Because they're more bonded, I think. I think that's why... Well, that's what I kind of wrote and was, like, noticing. I was like, wait a second. We're not really seeing, like, Killer Frost, Killer Frost. Like, what what we're used to, what we know her to be. Mm -hmm. So, maybe the makeup and hairstyle is... is a, a reference to how they are more melding together as opposed to the last episode with her father, which is complete opposites. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I was not mad at it. I actually really loved it. And you know what else I love and what else I'm thankful for? The fans. <laughs> I'm so thankful for the fans. Absolutely. So After Buzzers, our network produces after shows for nearly all of your favorite TV shows. From drama, reality, sci-fi, and more, there's no network that works harder to serve our television fans. But we do need your help, so we're asking that you subscribe to one or more of our YouTube channels. And by subscribing to our channel, YouTube will suggest and send you content that's tailor-made for you, and you'll help AfterBuzz continue to grow, which we'd be really excited about. So if you're worried about pesky notifications, don't worry, because they're optional. And so, yeah, hit the subscribe button right now, and... Uh, for this channel and check out our other AfterBuzz YouTube channels as well and let us know you did so in the comments and we will absolutely thank you on air. For now, thanks for being the best fans and for helping us be the ESPN of TV talk. Yes, we really do rock with you guys. It actually feels very weird not having the chat live tonight. I'm I not going to lie. Right now. Yeah. yeah, it feels like we're missing a panel. Or a panelist. Yeah, we're missing right. panelists. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ivan, Jones, all of them. Yeah. Or Magic. Shout out to yeah. you guys. Yeah. Um, let's get into our our bad guy this week, which was the Weather Witch, aka Jocelyn, aka angsty teenager. Um, who she she's another one with Meditech, and she is here to squash out some literally squash out some daddy issues. Um, what did we think of her? Did we like her? She's wild. Could you imagine if teens really did have like these powers, the way they go through it with their attitudes and moods and who they're mad at? She was a little lit. She was she really came in to destroy. So I liked that energy because it was very specific and on target. But she was wild. I was actually a little afraid of her. I thought she was going to tear something down. Yeah, I really enjoyed her performance. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really good. It was kind of like spunky as soon as she gets there. She kind of is clad in leather. And her her whole MO is basically... I want to kill my dad. (laughs) I hate you, dad. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you know, and it's like, okay, that's that's fine enough motivation. It was very selfish, but yeah, I I liked her. I liked it. I feel like we kind of had like a, it didn't feel like a big episode, but there was a lot going on that was more prevalent. So I feel like her as a character was kind of glossed over, but I'm okay with that because it, I don't want repeats of the seasons where like this is a very we're kind of reflect uh mirroring season one where now instead of new metas we're getting meta tech what episode new episode will be what new type of tech it is so i'm kind of happy that we're not solely focusing on something like that so the fact that it was kind of glossed over was okay by me because of all the content that we did get mm-hmm. um her as a as a baddie i had questions I don't know. Hmm. I'm, I don't understand the physics behind things, but... Uh... Yeah, I was a little confused as to... Okay, so we're uh, most of these metas have had meta tech, but right. since she's his we- weather wizard's daughter, does she inherit a regular power? Because when, you know, no. Barry got her, he had her in handcuffs, though. 
That part I was curious about. I think it honestly it's just those are the handcuffs he had on okay. her. Or maybe her Meditech has some type of like loyalty to her, like Cicadas does. Right. Yeah. Because Cicadas like flies towards him. So maybe yeah. that has something to do with it. I really do like how they incorporate the Meditech into something that's already like this was a satellite on her van. Like whatever. Yeah, right. I think that was kind of cool. Similar to the cell phone and Yeah. My only issue with that is we didn't get enough story behind it to understand. Mm-hmm. How it is incorporated with her. The cell phone, we kind of just saw... I forgot her name. You know, She controlled the phone and, and controlled the headlines. Finn. Yeah, the Cicada oh, was stabbed, so he's literally integrated with debris inside of him to control it. This, we don't know what happened with her. So... She was she a weather just, girl. She was a weather girl. Okay, yeah, fine. So was she thing. holding? She the, had, was yeah. she holding it when when yeah. something happened and the hit? Was, we didn't see anything of that. And my problem with it is that it's the staff itself. Anyone can pick up. I feel like and control it. How how is it that specific to her? Other than she's also with weather. She likes weather. Well, I mean, well, it was her said that she said that we're not going to be able to get the staff away from her. the power is in the staff, and we're not going to be able to get that away from her without. Blah blah blah, whatever it was about the lightning. So I think a it was of a dampening actual, of the. Yeah. yeah. So I think it was literally just. She has no powers though, because my next yeah, issue right. is the fact that she's traveling through lightning, literally letting like controlling lightning, which is cool. I get the the staff can do that, but how is it she's getting struck by lightning and just disappearing like Zeus or something? I don't know. That... I feel like maybe she has some type of. I mean, maybe some sort of meta genes or something. But her father. Received the he's the okay so weather wizard is the first baddie that we see in episode one season one of the pilot he's in the airplane with his brother and his brother dies and he's the one that's controlling the weather later in the episode she's already born at this point yeah mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think it has anything I think the only similarity is that they have like weather in common I don't think that it has anything to do with him being her father that right. they both have weather in common I think it's just easier to the writers found it easier to make that connect yeah. But um, I feel like... Which worked, by the way. I liked the connect... You mean with Nora and Barry. Yeah. But I feel like um, the Weather Witch, her whole... I I think her power kind of is the same as Cicada's. Like, she isn't... She's kind of a meta in her own way, but has the strength more so with the meta tech. I think. Yeah, I think something happens... Yeah, like Cicada, I think something happens where if it struck... If it strikes them somehow... Or whatever that somehow it has a connection to them because even with I think her name was Spin the one with the blog her phone was very I don't think anyone else would have been able to take that phone and do what she was doing to it yeah I think it was specifically like catered to her once she yeah so it's kind of like imprinted on them yeah I was gonna say like I how think that's what it was my iPhone will only open with my face yeah like that like I think the tech I mean because if not then it's kind of like well the thing a, is the it wasn't much of any type of tech it, it was just like a, a a weather rod that was on top of well her. that's how she that's how a van gets the weather it's it's a tech thing that's a technical thing I mean I think it was one of those things where maybe she was holding it when it when it happened. And um, I thought, I, I think it's one of those things where it's connected connected to her because she had a blog. She was talking about the weather. And then while she was probably holding it, when all that stuff was going on, she's probably trying to figure out what is going on. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. if we had a flashback, I think it's one of those things where it was missing it's a flashback. Yeah. yeah. Well, not she probably was trying to, I mean, it was the night of the enlightenment that it happened. So she probably yeah. was chasing that thinking it was some sort of, storm. of storm. something. Yeah. And yeah. 
Um, but I'm glad that they didn't overly explain everything because I felt like that would have made the yeah. episode too overly saturated with like information, and we would have lost more important. Information. Hence why, That's like true. a lot of this is just questions that I had. I uh, enjoy. I like that it was glossed over. Yeah, which is fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I will say I loved Iris um, playing. The dad there for two yeah, seconds. Yeah, the VR that was thing. Really she VR. was so confused. Thank she you. was like, wasn't expecting the, the truck. <laughs> the hunter to come down. <laughs> that and... was cute, uh-huh. yeah. And also another thing of Iris having something, you know, being important in the lab and such. Yeah. When you said, where's Ralph earlier, um, I was kind of thinking that it was going to be Ralph. Mm-hmm. Because, like, when it squished, I was like, oh, that's fine, because Ralph is, exactly. you know, that Ralph can survive that. So it was a surprise to see that it was actually Iris with the VR. Because I, where was Ralph this episode? I don't know. Well, maybe he has family somewhere else. I but mean, they didn't Cecile, even say it. Well, yeah. Oh, I guess it's one of those things where, I mean, maybe it got cut. Yeah, like, <laughs> because they explain why Cecile and Joe weren't there. Yeah, so I would imagine you know he might just have too had, much, like, a dad just too much something. in the episode to fill to have yeah. him in there as well. You know, that is very fair. Let's hop into um, kind of like the we got some serious information tonight. We got the backstory of Cicada. We find out that Grace is actually um, Orlin's niece, niece yeah. mm-hmm. and we kind of get to see. I mean. Is he even a bad guy? Like I kind of, I, yeah. I have a Ooh. huge soft spot for him now. I have to, I really enjoyed getting that information, and I do have such a soft spot for him. And I'm so glad that they unfolded that so we could actually see and connect to him, and you know, the little girl. And for, she's been in a coma for so long, we didn't even get to see her and her personality and how everything mm-hmm. happened. So I thought that was amazing, and I do feel bad. It, he's 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 hurt. You're justified, yeah. you know. He's not so much justified. I think he's being like, it's kind of the blind leading the blind a little mm-hmm. bit. I'm not happy with this nurse. Like, she's a doctor. This doctor thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you I'm not happy with this doctor. She's a doctor. Sorry, my bad. Uh, she just has some major hate. Uh, like, what is her story? Is what I want to know because pro- prior to. Um, you know, something happening with the uh, metas, she had just had such hate towards all of them. I would imagine working in a hospital in a city where there's so many metas, where people are getting constantly uh, hurt by metas, you would probably see them as yeah bad more than good. Or yeah. as a some sort of, or probably like a, I remember when there weren't metas here and we didn't have these type of injuries and now there's metas here. And there's all these injuries. That is why yeah. you are the leader. I think, I think it has to do with the idea of like that, the, what we were talking about before of like hate crime of what, you know, of this idea yeah. of, you know, her, if you are in a certain neighborhood or something like that and you think it's black on black crime all the time, it's always black people doing that. Oh my God, before these black people got here. And it's kind of like this thing, before these metas, Came, right. We had these people doing that, so I thought that was pretty good. I actually I like her character because she's shady as all get out. Super she's shady, so shady. Works, forging you know? paperwork and all this stuff so that yeah. nobody can yeah. know what's going on. I like there it's being. Terrible. I don't want to call her a bad guy, but I like there being a shady character that isn't a meta. Yeah, I yeah. think that's kind of like cool. a regular human just kind of doing. And it's in a way she kind of has you know her justification as well. And I think that she was does. the thing with Cicada. What it was like. They, I love that they created sort of this gray area because they sort of tried to do that with the thinker last season, and then it just kind of descended into no, he's just like totally nuts, and yeah. this isn't. He even took like, on too many 
other people's brains and everything to just yeah he went well crazy. yeah well his goal yeah. wasn't justified anymore but the no. thing with Cicada his whole mo is this idea of if I get rid of these metas we won't have to deal with this you know um, aftermath of it which is funny that they do that with this particular DC show because that was sort of a similar thing well also like in a, in the one of the Marvel movies with like Iron Man versus Captain America and then in the DC mm-hmm. movie with Batman saying you know Superman's always causing all this chaos after he has these fights with these people and so here's this situation with another you know character kind of having the same supergirl's kind of doing the same thing as well with uh, aliens coming to the earth and everything doesn't it isn't me or was her cheek glowing when his like when he was getting his like lightning bolt or whatever and his like chest was glowing it looked like her cheek was kind of lighting up too i I think it would have been more of a reflection i didn't really get an inner glow from her Maybe. See, we don't have the chat here. And yeah, we don't have you guys telling us, you know, we like, need to no, know no, if it was right, just yeah. me or not. Send but us screen caps. I would I, I do think it would be interesting if somehow the more metas he took down, maybe the more she started to come back or something. I think that would be kind of an interesting twist. Man, mm-hmm. that would be horrible, though. Wouldn't yeah. It? <laughs> like, that it he has to kill for it her would to suck, like, but yeah. it, it would be. It would. It would really flip the whole story on it on its side. I mean, we have a a rough and tough kind of guy who really doesn't take care of himself at all. Gets thrown into this mix of having a, a daughter uh, that he, I guess, was kind of estranged too. And I feel equally horrible for him because now he's being taken advantage of through this this doctor. Mm. You really don't like her. It's not that I don't like her. I think she's kind of like preying her. on what she knows him to be. Like he's not a he's not he's a he, uh, what he works in the in the in the factories he's a factory guy he's it's, there's not a lot going on there he's easily impressionable well, workers, are workers are smart yeah. workers are smart that's just coming for everybody right now uh, yeah. I am that voice workers you know? can control the factory um, the means of production but I I don't know if I agree with that because it's not like she knew beforehand before Cicada became Cicada it's not like she knew when she was giving that whole speech it's not like she knew what he was capable of. No. So I don't think she's like... No, but she definitely knows exactly what he's capable of now. And she could easily be like, I'm scared if you don't come back here, I'm calling the cops. And then he can kill her. Yeah. I mean, she did tell him... She has a duty to her patients and everything. And and as a doctor, you take an oath to that. And if... But if if you feel in your mind that by him taking down metas, you are doing a service to your patients, then it... That's like saying that's, kind of that's like saying um, you know let's say she turns out to be a meta as well she stops working on her because she has a hate towards metas you know she had hate, she pulls the plug on her because like she's not being the doctor that she took her oath or took I think, her, I don't think she mm-hmm. has nearly as much pull as yeah. that I feel like this is a lot more cicada than it is yeah. the doctor I well, think oh go ahead no go ahead Finish. I was gonna say I think the doctor is just kind of like that yes man I don't think she's Pulling she's not strings. pulling strings. I don't. I'm not saying she's pulling strings by any means, but she's not helping the cause. Like well, yeah. she is definitely a factor in, in swaying which way he would go. I don't think she would have any pull on if she were to stand up to him. I don't think it would change his opinion on. Not well, because tonight, he gave us that look already when he was ready to take down the. Metas, that's what I'm saying. We knew it was all him. No, that but book. that was after she had said something. Too. Well, it was like a throwaway line. Like, let's say I'm standing behind somebody, and once again we go back to race or something, and the person sitting there, I'm like, it's those Mexicans, and it's like, well, suddenly I hate Mexicans because of this one line. I think it's probably might have been already 
kind of there yeah. for this person. I mean, I'm not, like, I totally agree with you yeah. that she's not helping. Mm-hmm. I just think there's an equal, like, they both have their motivations. And course, it just so yeah. happens that their motivations line uh, up. Yeah. Um, but I do think they're both kind of just functioning kind of in their own way. Yeah. Just like he probably couldn't stop her, whatever she does in that hospital. We're not getting that story, but she's probably, I mean, that's obviously not her first rodeo in terms of being (laughs) shady. So she's probably doing other stuff in that hospital. Good point, indeed. I agree. But I don't, this is like the first villain that we've had where I genuinely feel sorry for them. And I don't, and I, yeah, and I don't know, I don't even want to call him a villain because I don't, think he really is one he's much more of a victim yeah you know he had to his sister already died because of something meta then he got put slapped with a kid and he obviously didn't have his stuff together so great the uncle gives him the house but then it's like then this happens like he's been provoked pushed and victimized that's what i'm saying i feel like he like when a dog gets hurt and it's back into a corner it's gonna attack yeah like i don't feel like it was i don't think he's a violent guy i just think he you know, is it's like I think he's violent. I mean, I don't think at his core, I don't think at his core, he was a violent guy. I think because of circumstances, he was pushed to this point. I mean, for mm-hmm. me, I don't, I mean, I guess I do feel sorry for him because of the circumstances, but I do think he has to be brought to justice. Oh, absolutely. Of course. In the sense yeah. of like, I don't think, I do think he's still a villain. Like, I actually still think he's a villain. Like, he's turned into a villain. He's killing some of these metas in cold blood. He's kind like, of like he's, an anti-villain, He's right? stalking these metas. He was gonna kill Cisco not too long ago. Like, this dude is indiscriminately taking his hate and killing people. Like, he's straight up. That's fair. I feel bad for you and your origin story, dude. Cool story, bro. But, like, <laughs> now you're on some other level. Because in reality, you should have just taken out Barry. Yeah. Like, maybe yeah, just taken out Barry. Fair. But then, why? Like, I just want to kill well, Barry. Well, because, like, because <laughs> Barry technically, <laughs> Barry, like, because technically <laughs> Barry is the up. one who caused her to um, get hit. Because he's the one who blew up the Nora, satellite. actually. Yeah. Well, Nora, yeah. But, I mean, in his yeah. mind, But he they saw were Barry. all going to die. All of them, everybody, if Barry didn't do what he did. Yeah, but people in pain don't tend to rationalize yeah. things. You know, when you're in pain, you don't go, oh, I know that I would have been in pain anyway. Like, you, when you're in pain, you just kind of lash out and try to find the wow. quickest way to... I didn't even think of it like that. Yeah. Well, I, I actually, I agree with you on that thing. And, and I think also, because they probably wouldn't have died necessarily, they just would have been mental slaves, because that's what mm-hmm. the thinker was. So I can kind of understand. No, no, no. Maybe. It, not that they would be mental slaves. The, the when satellite was, was mm-hmm. taken out. The whole thing was falling. It was going to be like, uh, not um, yeah. world destructing, but it definitely would have taken out like half Central the state city. or Central but they, City. But am I com- like, am I confused? Didn't they, dis- they destroyed the satellite. They it did. was Barry and them that yes, destroyed but it was the satellite. Yes, but it was either they destroy the satellite and break it up into the tiny pieces that fell like that. Or the satellite just falls on Central City and like decimates everybody. But I don't think you... the satellite was going to fall. It was. That's mm-hmm. what they said. It was falling. It would have been a, 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 a citywide destruction. Yeah, it would. Deal. It would have mm. like. But I. But couldn't you argue that had Barry not destroyed the satellite? Yes, they would have been mental slaves, but they would have been alive. And that's what I. And that's conscious what I was mental slaves. Like that yeah, idea. The whole, the whole I mean, you, not saying that it's like any better, but I could see <laughs> someone who's rationalizing it as yeah. well. It's your fault. Yeah. yeah. This is very similar wow. in Supergirl. We just had an episode um, with the villain as well, where it was the title of the episode was Man of Steel, and you thought it was going to be about Superman, but it was about 
the villain and his like steel shop and it, it's almost identical how um, he became the villain and you feel bad for him because of a loss of family, loss of a job and stuff like this, death and everything. Um, the writers are doing a good job this season. Yeah. yeah. And I they're really- explaining and tying things together so much better because for the life of me, I hated the fact that he had that mask and he had like – his voice <laughs> was different because we would get flashbacks of Cicada and, and it's like, why are you putting on this voice? Like this is – like you're not Batman. You don't have to cover it. Like I don't understand it but – Seeing the blade stab him, it punctured his lung. Yeah. I didn't think that. Like, you know, and mm-hmm. so he is having a hard time breathing always. It mm-hmm. makes perfect sense now. Yeah, I definitely like that they're tying everything together. Um, they did a really great job of tying the whole daddy issues situation into this episode because Nora reveals that she's actually mad at Barry as well. And she for once. For once, right. finally. <laughs> right. Well, it took. Losing him to realize that because she lost him once before but never had him present. Uh, and now that she's actually getting to know him, uh, she realizes, oh, wow, I've actually been really angry at you. Yeah. Shout out to Jessica who plays uh, Nora because she was showing off some serious acting chops. Yeah. They had me tearing up. Yeah. A few times. Mm-hmm. Really good. I feel like Candace can also just c- cry on cue. Yeah. Like anytime like the camera pants there is already a tear hat. I'm like. That single tear when Barry like died for two seconds there where like you could tell she was in total shock. Yeah. Like, I was like, okay, girl. Yeah. Go off with the acting. Yeah, it was, I mean, that the cast is already really quality, because I always say, like, if it's, you know it's a good episode when there's, when people cry, and they are just so good at showing the, that kind of softer, more vulnerable side, and Jessica definitely has, like, jumped in on that with Nora. Although, I will say, there were a few moments when I was a little annoyed with her throughout. With who? Nora? Nora, yeah. Why? It was, I mean, I, I mean, I honestly wrote down, like, you selfish. Like, <laughs> like, the idea that you want your father to stop being the Flash just because you're going to lose them. I was like, selfish? Like, are you throwing a tantrum? Like, I mean, she tried to say that it was different. Like, when he said, you know, I had the same thing with Joe. No, it's not different, actually. Joe, exactly. Joe, when he leaves every day, he thinks he there's a chance he may not come back in mm-hmm. a line of duty. That's the same thing with Barry when he goes out and has to save the city. So, I just thought, I mean, once again, it was kind of showing her youth. Mm-hmm. which I think we've been talking about where it's like, okay, maybe if she was like a straight up teenager, but sometimes I think, I mean, I guess, you know, just the way she was raised or whatever, but it was kind of like, this is kind of young minded. I don't know. I don't think it was too young minded. Cause I actually wrote down something opposite when she said that I was, and Barry came back and said what he said. I mean, she made a valid point. There's tons of other superheroes. I know it's called the flash. Obviously we're not going to see him go away, but in, in all reality, Barry is being selfish. He has a family and he's choosing to make a family where most superheroes do and lose the family or choose not to have a family unless you're like Superman who you could protect like overall. Um, I feel like he is being selfish. He literally said at the end, I'm the Flash for my family because if I don't save the world, you guys are going to die anyway. Yeah, because I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> in this like... little world, yes, in this, in this, the TV show, The Flash, sure, because it's not. No, you can't even argue that because we have various superheroes coming in. Arrow is just right across the way, you well, know? Well, I think you're, well, first of all, The Flash is better than The Arrow yes, in terms that of being, part. Uh, <laughs> you know, so, I mean, it's but just you the You understand idea. what I'm saying. I understand like, what you're saying, but it's kind of like this idea that you want him to sit it out while the other superheroes do it, and he's and a very intricate part yeah. to, I mean, that's kind of, it's almost kind he of downplaying his power. He that is, is that he But by him, by him sitting out, someone else has to cover 
his job and do what he was supposed to be doing and therefore they're not paying that much attention to what they originally if so hypothetically if arrow was coming over to central city to handle everything who's handling? no because at this point in the, if we're following suit with the comics at this point uh wally west the second flash is already in existence is there i don't like that he was re- he decided to walk away and wrote himself off the show shout out to you guys because i am actually rooting for him now because at this point that is where Barry can step aside if you decide to have a family you need to and you want to look after your family that's a risk and I just don't think take. and don't get me wrong I love Wally West but I don't think Wally West has the same qualities or Kid Flash doesn't have the same qualities yeah. as the Flash I don't think there's anyone that could do the same job that the Flash Fastest could do this man alive he is the most powerful speedster he when even if the other ones can do it when they do teamwork he is the one that's always the deciding but factor they've you know, done they've showed that in the narrative that no matter what you still need Barry yeah, for the show, yes, I agree. But I will say to counter that, uh, Wally West for 25 years was the Flash. Okay. Just we, saying. That's fine. <laughs> but that was also, Barry died in one of those universes. So he was, at a time, the only Flash around. He didn't die, but... Okay, he didn't die. He wasn't there. I know, I know. You get what I'm saying? So, I right, mean, Right, but that just idea... proves the fact that he could step down and, and someone will fill his, his place. The point of being the Flash and the Speed Force and power, giving this power to these people is that someone's going to take their place because they don't live forever. They're not a Superman. You know, they, they... Jay Garrett stayed around. He's still around. He comes and helps Barry occasionally. He's like 70. Yeah, but he likes to... Re- he's he's retired. He still fight. He still puts on that suit. But he... Well, may you never get meta power, Zach, because clearly oh, you yeah. don't want to save anybody. <laughs> I want to save everybody, sure. but I won't take the, the Zach risk wants of a nine to five. Family. Zach wants a nine to five. Look, if you're going to decide to have a family that you're putting them at risk as well as a superhero. And so all and off- she was saying was just like... Just step this one out so that you can be here for your family. She said step it out completely. Yeah, she, she wants did. him to retire. But wow. I mean, isn't that reflective <laughs> of life? Isn't that what we're all supposed to be doing what we're supposed to be doing in purpose? And I think this situation gave everyone the opportunity to reconcile. Yeah. She, you know, you have to understand what the Flash is doing. And the fact that she was able to understand that, I mean, it, it was nice that, yeah, was good. that she didn't harbored these feelings further past and she understood the understanding they had a very good parallel where she took that second to to not save the people and she's like i felt helpless when i know i could do something yeah so, exactly yeah can i just say a little tidbit about the dinner though yeah that barry was the one in the kitchen and iris and nora just came in and sat on the couch they yeah. didn't even go Get your over nails done girl right? oh, they didn't even go over to say hey you need some help iris did not try it well she can't cook but you <laughs> but <laughs> i love that my- Barry's probably like, baby, you sit out on this one. Like, <laughs> you ain't doing things. But I love the little like things like that yeah. to show that this is just a equal opportunity. Yeah, I dug that. Show. Um, we gotta wrap this episode up. So before we hop into the baddie breakdown, uh, they know who Cicada is, uh, thanks to Shaluk being, you know, the greatest detective of all time and putting it all together. Um, so they know who Cicada is. So that means next week is going to be crazy because it is the 100th episode. But yes. before we make our predictions for the 100th Love episode, it. let's get into the baddie character breakdown. Cool. We'll make this very quick. So tonight we had uh, Weather Witch, who uh, in this episode was the daughter of Weather Wizard. 
Interestingly enough, Weather Witch is not a very prevalent character in the comics. Here we have her uh, looking very different than um, what we had uh, seen in tonight's episode. She is actually a former prostitute from Gotham City, uh, okay. transformed by the Penguin into a member of the New Rogues. And we've seen some of uh, the Rogues in previous episodes. A uh, supervillain named Libra sent her after Weather Wizard, who she's not related to. No father, daughter, or any sorts in the comics. Um, she was not very skilled at having her own weather wand and was actually killed by a lightning bolt from Weather Wizard. Um, nice to see it kind of flipped tonight in the episode where she's trying to kill him and uh, doesn't, you know, die. Uh, ne- no one dies, unfortunately, but... Um, <laughs> Well, someone kind of died. I don't know. It would have been interesting to see. Yeah, I mean, he's not I'm a good guy. About you, yeah, Zachary. You're not, <laughs> you are not feeling humanity. We're man. putting Zach in timeout for a minute. <laughs> anyway, so we have some great photos here when you guys get uh, get take a look at um, the, her outfit, which was just that leather clad and that nice staff of hers. Um, let's see. We have another panel where she's actually fighting her her weather wizard in the comics here, and then the last one you could see. Weather Wizard himself as well. I wish she was bald. I was. On the I show. was just gonna say the bald that. is a lot. There was a good look in the comics. Yeah, right? yes. she was only in two two uh, comic books, unfortunately, like two issues. I, I so. dig the tats and the baldness. Yeah, yeah. so that is a baddie, mm-hmm. baddie comic breakdown. I feel like they did kind of translate the whole the leather not clad, SNM, but the leather clad. Thing yeah, over yeah. Because so, the actress, she was really like holding her own. Like she, she had was, some power to her. She so had I some angst. I liked yeah, it. She Yeah, I felt like she was gonna do some metal thing. We're supposed to see. Again, that. right? And Maybe. Hopefully. Who knows? Yeah, uh, in some of the episodes in the future. It. So, and that is that, guys. Thank you very much. Let's hop into news and gossip. News and gossip. Yeah, just one major one, and you might have seen it if you was watching the episode in one of the um, one of the commercial breaks. Is that the full trailer, which is basically just forty seconds, is now out of the Else Else Worlds crossover event, and we have the forty seconds for you. Um, if you want to listen to check that out for those who are watching, um, so we're going to play that. I love you, Barry Allen. Everyone on <laughs> earth thinks we're each other. You did this to us. You can undo it. Why would I want to? Who is that? So yeah, we see I Killer Frost up in there. Show them. What a real god can do. Superman. Yeah, so basically, as we see, someone is manipulating space and time in this year's crossover, where we're going to see the Flash, Green Arrow, Supergirl, and um, Superman teaming up. What we do know is Jeremy Davies um, is the evil Arkham Asylum doctor. That's who's rewriting reality Uh, and whatnot. And he receives some help from... I'm going to probably butcher this. It's the monitor. Marnuvu. That's his... The monitor is his other name, but, like, his other name is Marnuvu or whatever, and played by LaMonica Garrett, and extraterrestrial of infinite power. So, yeah, we're we're gearing up for that. December 9th is when it starts. It's going to start on Supergirl and, I guess, maybe... Sunday to Monday to Tuesday. December 9th, December 10th. Yeah, uh, December 9th and December 10th. Okay, so they're not doing Legends? No, Legends is not included in this crossover. That's okay. very interesting. I wonder why. They're probably somewhere else. I saw a really cool <laughs> picture of um, Supergirl in the Flash costume instead. Instead, like, how would you feel about that as opposed to... I wouldn't like that either. Yeah, I just like Barry Allen <laughs> in his own And I suit. like when Iris has speedster powers. <laughs> yeah. 
I would Allen. like to see family. Uh, Melissa's. You lean yeah, towards right. Supergirl. Well, it's fine. you're in time out. So um, let's have a few predictions <laughs> what? really fast before. Yes. Amy. Okay. So, <laughs> do we even give Zach the speed force? I don't know. Everybody dies. Everybody dies. I'm just going to go out and say that then. <laughs> well, I, before Drew, you gave me a new perspective. What I was hoping that we might see is I was I was thinking that Cicada would see something positive in Barry. I kind of feel like in the next... I know. <laughs> well, just because he, he was trying to help. So I maybe misread that, but I'm kind of thinking maybe in the next episode that there's some... I don't want to say a heart to heart because it probably won't be that tender, but something that goes on between Cicada and Barry where they realize they're fighting the same fight and maybe there's some kind of way where there's some reconciliation there. I, that's that's what I had in mind. So Cool. Um, next week's episode, we get, it's actually a flashback kind of where we get to see all the different speedsters. The 100th episode. Yeah, 100th episode. I'm actually just kind of really excited to, uh, to see the old baddies coming back to mm. haunt Barry. Um, I'm a little confused as him going back into the past because he's not allowed to. So I'm going to say he's going to script the timeline again by doing this. Mm. Yeah. In some form. I think Nora's going to mess it up this time because I think Barry's really ha- hesitant. So I think Nora might end up doing something. But Ooh. it'll be interesting to see. Maybe we'll finally get to see who... Nora's been working with because they're that kind of got mm-hmm. dropped for a little bit, so they probably hope you kind of forgot. But she's working with someone, I think. Sure, Luke knows, mm. so maybe we'll figure that out. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't really have any predictions, I'm just excited to see the flashbacks. I'm excited to see everybody, I think it's gonna be fun. I don't think we're gonna get too much of a plot line next week, like as far as towards the overall plot line, I think mm-hmm. we'll get one big you know, aha moment, but otherwise I think next week's going to be kind of just to celebrate a hundred episodes. Cool. Makes sense. But you guys let us know in the comments. I promise the live will be up again next week. Um, Until next time, I'm Drew Jones. You can follow me on all the things at OKDrewJ. And I am Chauncey K. Robinson and you can find me on at Miss Chauncey K. R. on Twitter and also on DC Titans here on After Buzz, which is coming on tonight. And I am at Jamie Alexander, and you can find me on Instagram at Jamie Alexander. And guys, my name is Zach Silverman. You can find me all across social media at Zach with a CH Silverman 2. And Sundays at 10 o'clock for Supergirl, we will be doing a double episode, but still just an hour. All right, guys, we'll see you all next week. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.